0: Strange things are afoot at the circle K. My latest experiment. This is the big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. We have such sights to show you.
1: All right, and we are back in the Indie Dorks projection booth uh, for another episode of Bill and Claire's Excellent Adventures, which is particularly on point today because we are going to be watching the They're sequel that's right um sequel
0: of bill and ted's excellent adventures
1: yep and this is by your request claire so uh without talking about the trailer or anything what from the original made you want to watch the sequel so badly
0: i wanted to watch the sequel because i wanted to see what's different from the original of the sequel what's What's different from the original to the sequel? Because normally when I see sequels, they're like something, one thing is different because it's by a different, it's by a different director normally, Mm -hmm. but this one is a different type of sequel. Mm -hmm. It's a sequel that's by the same director, but it's complete, but it's about the bad side. Mm -hmm. The first one was about the good side by the same director, Peter Hewitt, but this is the bad side. The original is the good side. Yeah. And I just wanted to see what's different from the good side to the bad side.
1: Okay. Um, the the directors are different. Um, Stephen Herrick uh, directed the first one. And oh. um, uh, Peter Hewitt directed the second one. Oh. But what do you mean by good side to the dark side? What does that mean?
0: I mean, like, normal sequels have, like, how normal sequels are like it's the same exact thing except there's just some minor tweaks in it but this sequel is about is about but this sequel is like it's like good bad it's like the bad side and the good side the good side is like the is like when they have fun Mm -hmm. and in the past Mm -hmm. like that And then the bad side is when someone bad does something for the future and comes back to do something to change it.
1: Right. Um, So I think um, Ed Solomon, who co-wrote the first one, also co-wrote this one. So you do have some continuity. And the actors are the same. Now, uh, let's see. Why don't you go ahead and read what it says the Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is about.
0: A tyrant for the future creates evil android doubles, of and Ted and sends them back to eliminate the originals.
1: Yeah, that's not very descriptive, is it?
0: Nope.
1: (laughs) Um, So we watched the trailer. What did you think of the trailer?
0: I thought that it showed too much of some parts.
1: Oh, yeah? Like what?
0: Like the um, scene where they're down in the it showed like that whole scene of down and like the big and down in like the big trench when they were pushed off the cliff. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. shows too much of that scene. Oh, you think so? I think it shows almost the whole scene.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I guess we'll find out, right? Um so the trailer I think definitely makes this movie seem a little bit scarier. I mean, first of all, they're dead this time. True. And it looks like They spend a lot of time um, playing games with death and in sort of like a nightmare, like living out their nightmares or maybe kind of stuck in sort of a hell or something like that. What did you think about that?
0: I thought it was weird a little bit.
1: Yeah. Now, having seen the trailer and seen those images, do you think that it's going to be too scary? Do you think that... um, Like, did it make you want to, did it make you want to watch it less or more? More. Yeah? How come? Because
0: I really like watching scary movies. Mm -hmm. Because I watched Coraline, the whole movie.
1: Yeah, what did you think of Coraline?
0: It's kind of creepy.
1: Yeah? Was it scary? Especially those
0: button eyes.
1: Uh, yeah, I think the button eyes are super creepy. Um, But you liked that movie, though, right?
0: Yeah, I liked it. It just gave me nightmares for two days. (laughs) All right.
1: Um, Well, let's see. Do you have anything else that you want to say about this before we jump and watch the movie?
0: Nope. All right. Because I want to keep it short so that... Say, I want to keep it short. Because we had a goal of doing 25 or maybe 25 minutes for for like all of it put together except for your like well except for you're just like only you at the end mm-hmm. like that except for that you, we, tr- we tried to make a goal of 25 minutes only mm-hmm. and like the first part is like five is like five it's like four or five minutes and then the next one is um, the next one is like 13 mm-hmm. 12 13 or 14 minutes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like has a goal of just 25 okay minutes. i, I think've we've,
1: we've come closer to that goal than than further away because I don't think we've quite hit it
0: because last time we did eight minutes and this time we only have five minutes and 28 seconds
1: all right well then since claire is counting the seconds we will stop for right now and we'll see you back on the other side
0: bye whoa who are you? Ted. It's the Grim Reaper, dude. Oh. How's it hanging, Death? You will come with me.
1: What are we back from? If you're going to if you're going to do the intro, you got to you got to do the job.
0: <laughs> we're back from watching Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh so yeah. Uh we're back and uh what did you think of it?
0: I liked it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um let's see. What do you want to talk about first?
0: Mm. What do I want to talk well,
1: about? Well, you're, you're you're in the driver's seat. You've, you've brought us back, so like that's the job, right? you got to pick the first topic that we're going to talk about. First
0: topic is, is how the characters looked.
1: Okay, first topic, how the characters looked. All right, so uh, did Bill and Ted still feel like Bill and Ted to you from the original?
0: Uh, yeah, except for the end. I don't like that. When they had, when Bill had his really long beard and mm-hmm. Ted had the mustache and beard, mm-hmm.
1: you don't were like mad about the beard. You did not like it. Why did you not like that?
0: Because I don't like long, really long hair, except for if it's on your hair, uh-huh. like your hair is really long. Uh-huh. Rapunzels. I see. I would not like it if it was called if it was called Rapunzel Boy and the Rapunzel <laughs> Boy had really long, it's really long beard hair. <laughs>
1: Is this a, is this all a commentary that you want me to shave my beard?
0: <coughs> no.
1: No, my beard's okay. It's not offensive. No. <laughs> um, what did you think about uh, robot Bill and Ted? Not not good robot Bill and Ted. Bad, but robot. bad robot Bill and Ted. What did you think of? What did you think of when they were in the classroom in the future? And Denamolo said, "What are you guys?" And they tore off the face mask off their head, and they were the robots underneath. Was that scary? Was it a good effect? What'd you think about that it?
0: That kind of creeped me out when I did that. I almost i I went okay. But if you don't know what I did, I just pretended to gag.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very. It was a very visual uh, reference there. Okay.
0: <laughs> I get. Ga- I pretend. I gag. But I didn't actually puke, but I gagged and then I then I closed my eyes until until I knew it was over.
1: Okay. Uh well that's a that's a reaction. Um Did so so I don't understand. Did you not like it? Is that what it was?
0: I didn't like what happened there. What happened there? When so they tore off so it looked like they were real people, but they tore off their faces to show the robot thing. Mm-hmm. That is what, what, that's what triggered my reaction.
1: Well, so I, you know, I think especially with that effect and then some of the stuff when they were in hell, um, it, this movie's much scarier and much more gnarly than the original movie. Did it feel like a different kind of movie to you?
0: Mm, not that much.
1: No? no? What felt the same?
0: Um, Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. Um, they still use the telephone machine, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. telephone teleporter, to put you into the past and the future and everything. Um, um, I forgot what I was going to say.
1: <laughs> okay. Wait, uh, what
0: were we talking about again?
1: We were talking about the look of the movie. What did you think about the set construction when they were uh, in hell? Not when they were on the boulder uh, going to meet the devil, but when once they had fallen through into the tunnels. What did you think of, like... Um, Granny. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of Granny?
0: I did not like her. She's the exact opposite. I bet... Because you said at the beginning of the movie that they were the nightmares. Mm-hmm. That those were all their worst nightmares. So I'm betting that he had a very awesome gran- mm-hmm.
1: Grammy... Grammy...
0: And her teeth were pretty, and then his nightmare that is that her granny was ter is that Bill's granny was terrible and had ugly teeth.
1: Mm-hmm. I bet mm-hmm. that
0: was his nightmare.
1: And you don't ever have nightmares about meeting your granny or and being terrified that they're gonna ask for a kiss over their birthday present. No. Okay, that's good. That's good because Grandma and Grammy might listen to this, so it's it's good that you speak well of them. Um, what did you think of the, like, I, you know what my favorite part is, is when, um, when they go into Ted's nightmare about going to the Alaskan military boarding school, I like how. The it's p-
0: both their nightmare.
1: Well, it definitely is both their nightmare. But I like how the beds are shaped at weird angles. Like, instead of just being regular bunk beds, like you would see in the angles, are like these big blocks of wood that jut out into funny shapes. Um, Kind of, sort of like, I would think that they would look like maybe if you were having a nightmare about being in that place. When you have bad dreams, do you find that things look different in your bad dreams than they normally would?
0: Yeah, because once I had a bad dream where um, the bees looked like where the bees looked like people mm-hmm. with bee wigs and black and yellow mm-hmm. and, but they were super tiny but had a really big stinger so it's like so it's like about the so like if you put your pointer finger and hand together in a circle it's mm-hmm. like that but then they have a big stinger the size of if you put your whole hand together in a big circle
1: but they were people with bee wigs on yes what is this nightmare about
0: it's about, it's about a, um, it's about a nightmare. It's about a movie. It's about a, mo- it's about um, a movie that someone told me they had seen and that I had a nightmare about it. Okay. <laughs> it was called the night of, it's called the night of the bee.
1: Okay. And do you have this nightmare often or was it just the one time?
0: About twice, once a week. Um, once a
1: week oh my gosh that
0: whole month that Mm. last month that once every wednesday i would have that nightmare Mm. because on that because the very first time i heard about it um it was on a wednesday
1: do you do you find that when you have nightmares that you have the same nightmare over and over or do you find that your nightmares are different
0: Sometimes I have the same nightmare. Sometimes I have nightmares that are related, but not the exact same thing. Kind
1: mm. of like, zombie like night- they take place in the same world, but it's a different story or something like that?
0: No. I mean, it's this, I mean, it's like both about the same topic, but a different mm. story. Oh, okay, okay. Like, they're both, like, I had two nightmares. I have two nightmares. One, they're both zombie nightmares, but mm-hmm. they're in a different story, but they're different stories. Mm. Because, okay. like, in one of them, I'm the zombie, and then in the other one, I'm, I'm a victim of a zombie.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What's the nightmare where you are a zombie?
0: Um, I am trying... A lot of people have had bad relationships with the zombies. Uh-huh. But, like... <laughs>
1: Because <laughs> they eat people, so yes, how could they have a good I relationship? But I didn't.
0: But I was a zombie who don't eat people. I eat animals.
1: Oh, and then they wouldn't be friends with you because you were a zombie. But you were like, "But I'm a good zombie. I only eat animals." Yeah, and oh, because that's, that's
0: what the other zombies say. But they were just tricking them just so they could get uh, close to them
1: and then eat them. Yes. Yeah, sounds like classic zombies right there.
0: <laughs> that's insane. But these here. zombies can run, walk, uh-huh. and, have a mo- and have feelings and have feelings. <laughs>
1: All right, well, let's go back to Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Um, let's see. What else, uh, in terms of the look of the movie, stood out to you? Any costumes or uh, any particular sequence of events stand out to you that you really enjoyed?
0: When, they, when the bad Oh robots... uh, Oh, okay,
1: so she was making a gesture, and I couldn't tell what it meant. Um, when the robots tear open their guts, yeah. and you get to see their insides. Yeah, yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah.
0: Because you got to see like blue lights and everything, mm-hmm. and uh, my best friend and one of my best friends is wants to be an engineer when they grow up, mm-hmm. and they made and they brought and it was talent and it was um, bring and it was bring your favorite object to school day. Mm-hmm. I brought my I brought one of my American Girl dolls, but my best friend, mm-hmm. um, I'm not just no just describe friend, what she brought. But my best friend brought in brought some type of like robot ice cream oh. that keeps refilling every uh-huh. time you eat the whole thing, she has a um, she has a machine that refills it oh, wow. and it's really blue and awesome. Yeah. So that's why I like the inside because it triggered the memory of her bringing that in there. Gotcha. She said she didn't make it herself. Her mom and dad helped her, yeah. but she did most of the work.
1: What did you think about the character of Station then, who was really good at making good robot Bill and Ted?
0: It was pretty cool. Cause he was like, cause he could, cause it was two pe, cause it was two Martians mm-hmm. uh, well, by what they say, but I don't think that's a Martian. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, these two Mar- so called Martians. Uh-huh. She did um, finger
1: quotes, by the way.
0: <laughs> the the Martians. Uh-huh. Um, they're two people, but they split, but they make like, but when they get to, but they start running together and then there's a big steam and then you see a big lob and then there's more steam. And then when the steam clears up, it's one big person Martian, right. but it's not an actual person. It's the body of one, but it's, but it looks exactly like the little guys, the two little guys who formed together to make
1: that. My favorite part about Station is how Station says Station. To everything station station, and in
0: one of the newspapers at the end, it's like one word can mean anything station. Station. station 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 station
1: station
0: station.
1: Yeah, station station. Maybe the rest of our podcast, we should just say the word station, and people will figure it out while we're doing it. Station. <laughs>
0: Station, station, station. (laughs) I said, that's really funny. Station, station, station. That's really funny.
1: So what did you think? um, How do you think um, the actors did who play Bill and Ted at playing evil Bill and Ted? Do you think that they did a good job?
0: Yeah. But I don't know how they got the robot costume that actually moves. Mm -hmm. What if they're actual robots?
1: they might be what if they made actual evil robot bill and ted
0: or what if they made good robots like they were actual mm-hmm. good robots but they were just but they were just playing the part of a bad robot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that way they can actually pull the skin so they built
1: good robots and then they asked the good robots to pretend to be the bad robot so that they could film the bad robot scenes
0: yeah hmm.
1: that sounds expensive
0: what if they built it by extra materials
1: that would be pretty cool
0: or actors do have a lot of money what if they what if they made the actors pay a whole bunch of money so that they could use so like they had to pay for their job and <laughs> and then they would give them back money but they still had to but they paid much more than what they got back
1: so that so <laughs> so
0: that they each actor and they're like tons each uh-huh. actor gave them a thousand dollars and then there's like a million dollars then they can use that million dollars to make that bet ba- to make those two bad robots
1: <laughs> i don't know if i would take that job if they said i had to pay to show up and contribute to the set design and the, like the prop creation
0: i don't mean all of them i just mean some okay, uh, okay. i just mean like the main people and then six more mm-hmm.
1: I think my favorite thing, so Alex Winters and Keanu Reeves play uh, Bill and Ted. And I think that my favorite thing about this movie, because I hadn't seen it in a long time. This is my first watch, I think, since I was a kid. Um, But I I thought that they did a fantastic job of playing evil, ridiculous versions of themselves. Like, I fully believe that they were excited to kill the good versions of themselves and torture the princesses and you know, trash their houses. Like like that scene where they're jumping around and dunking their own heads into the basketball hoop and stuff. I
0: find crazy,
1: Could you not see like evil versions of Bill and Ted doing that? Like they would be trying to destroy stuff and they would get distracted from destroying stuff and then <laughs> they would start playing basketball with their heads. <laughs> Like, that just is such a perfect fit for them as evil characters. At least I thought. What did you think?
0: I thought it was kind of funny when when Evil Bill took his head off and they tried to make a duck And then his head got stuck on the fan. And <laughs> he <laughs> was going around and he was like, This is fun. And he's like, Dad, get me down from here. and Something like, like that. And then he throws him in the trash can.
1: I like when Ted gets, his, gets Bill's head and he's holding Bill's head and Bill's head is like, I'm fully going to tackle you, dude.
0: Because <laughs> they're pretending to play football or basketball.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, and then see. he
0: ducks the head in the trash can and it says, woohoo, two points. Two points for Ted, zero for Bill.
1: <laughs> um, so what did you think of the story overall?
0: Uh, it was fun.
1: It was fun? Just fun?
0: Lots of fun.
1: Well, okay, so let's compare it to the original one, right? So, like the story in the original one, more fun. You think is more fun? What made this one less fun?
0: No, I mean this one, one, I, is, yes, more this one is more fun than the original.
1: Oh, okay. Well, what, let me flip the question. What made um, Bogus Journey more fun than Excellent Adventure?
0: Um, it made it more fun because it had because it had much more action.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Because in The Excellent Journey it doesn't have that much action because they're lazy. They're lazy teenagers.
1: Yeah, that's true. Like there's
0: There's not that much action. But then in the next one, they had learned not to be lazy and stuff and then there and then there's lots of action and kicking and stuff. That's pretty fun.
1: Also, like there's actual villains in Bogus Journey. Like, um, you know, Death, even though Death becomes their friend, he's an adversary. Like, he's a he's sort of, like, against them at first. And, like, evil robot Bill and Ted are villains. And then there's Denomalos, who's a villain. But, like, in the first one, it's really just Bill and Ted being lazy. Like, laziness is the villain of the first one.
0: <laughs> that's funny.
1: <laughs> do you think I'm right, or do you think that's wrong? I
0: think that's right.
1: Yeah. Um, it definitely makes it a more dynamic movie, the second one to watch, because, like, you can't, like, who, like, you can't root against laziness, I feel like, in the first one. Like, mm-hmm. like, you're like, oh, they're gonna just, just figure out to not be lazy. Yeah, Um, whereas this one, like, they have to beat death, and they have to beat the evil versions of themselves, like, there's... But
0: technically, it wasn't that hard to beat death, because oh. he was always, because he was always losing. And it was like... <laughs> And then he was like, two two out of three, three out of five, five out of seven.
1: (laughs) What did you think of when they were um, playing death? Were you worried that they wouldn't win?
0: No, wasn't worried that much because um, I don't think you wouldn't need to like, you wouldn't need to work that hard to beat Death because normally mm. Death is pretty lazy. He just walks around with the with the hammer thing and is like, Okay, because you're okay, because you were bad, you go to hell. Okay, mm-hmm. because you were good, you go to heaven. Oh, okay. He never actually did actually fight, so I wasn't worried about that. So you that think much.
1: because he doesn't fight he
0: Yeah, okay.
1: I could see that. Um do you know, I like the thing that I liked about this was that like Kind of like the big idea of the movie, right, is that they have to become adults. They have to stop being kids. They have to do the things that they're supposed to do as adults. And I liked a lot that when they went to hell, the nightmares that they faced were their childhood nightmares, like going to boarding school um, or being terrified of grandma or stuff like that. And that's what they had to overcome was their childhood stuff so that they could be grown ups. What did you think about that?
0: I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, Let's see. What was the scariest part of the movie?
0: when when um when that gorgon thing
1: mm-hmm. what gorgon thing
0: the head of hell the gorgon thing
1: oh the the devil yes yeah yeah the devil was the scariest part mm-hmm. when they were uh standing on the rock and the devil was bringing those i guess what are they on like boulders attached to chains and they were gonna get chewed up in a like some kind of excavating machinery or something
0: they were bringing, that thing was probably bringing them to, um, that thing is probably bringing them to, um, that thing is probably bringing them to actual hell. Like, you know how you had to get, you know, you had to get through Jesus and all that line in heaven? Uh-huh. Maybe that is what brought you to the actual hell. Mm hmm.
1: What did you think about when they were ghosts? Did you enjoy that part?
0: Yeah. I didn't enjoy when when the lady put her own put her own son and and his friend, technically her own son. Yeah, own her sons. one
1: stepson and her current stepson to yeah. send them to hell. Yeah, that's not a cool reaction. Like if you're doing a seance and you're trying to summon ghosts and they talk to you, like don't just send them straight to hell because your seance works, right? That's not cool.
0: And what probably triggered the thought that they were evil spirits is because they were talking over each other. They were like, blah, 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 blah. "It sounded like nothing. It sounded like." Bah. I like that. That's probably what triggered the the thought of how um, the thought of the thought of
1: the thought of. It triggered the thought of. I'm sorry, I forgot my thought. That's funny.
0: It triggered the thought of the, of, them of them being,
1: being bad spirits. spirits. Yeah. Um. All right. When so. it's her
0: steps, when it's her stepson and then current stepson. Mm-hmm.
1: So we've talked about, um, we've talked about the acting. We talked about the effects. We talked about the story. Uh, what else do you want to talk about for this one? Do you have anything else you want to say?
0: Um, yes. Okay. Party on, dudes!
1: (laughs) Be excellent to each other. Uh, Would you, which between the two, is this one your favorite one, Bogus Journey? Yes. Yeah? Uh, Would you recommend it to people?
0: Yeah. And my favorite catchphrase is, party on, dudes! (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. Um all right well then i think that we should end this segment and throw it over to me on the other side but you started the segment so you should close it out
0: bye okay wait see my dad is supposed to say see you on the other side because he does a segment just for adults so that they know like what the movie's like without like me it's just him
1: uh yeah what do you think i talk about in that part
0: um, I think you talk about if you should like recommend it to to if parents are watching if you're going to recommend it to your kids mm-hmm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm.
1: that. Okay. All right. Well, uh, bye. See you on the other side. Bye. J7. A hit. Yeah.
0: I hit. You have sank my battleship. Excellent. Yeah totally knew we to put it in the J's, dude. Good
1: thinking, Ted. You must play me again. What? And we're back on the other side. Uh, free of the children so I can talk to the adults about what they should think about this movie. <laughs> um, you know, some of these ones where we get to the end of it, I'm really not totally sure what to say about it. You know, for me, rewatching the movie, it's funny because re-watching Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey... Uh, that really was the first time that I've watched it, I think, I don't know, probably since I was a kid. Uh, and holy crap, did I love this movie. Um, you know, full disclosure behind the scenes, this is my second take on recording this uh, background piece because I, I didn't like the direction that I was going before. And I suppose one of the things that I was talking about was how sometimes I find that when Claire finishes a movie that she really enjoys... Um, she, it doesn't seem like she has as much effusive praise or excitement in the things that she has to say about it, even though she really enjoyed the movie a lot. And I realized while I was talking about that, that, that also applies to me. Um, I, f- like I said, I flat out loved watching Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. I think it's underappreciated, uh, out of the two, everybody talks about Excellent Adventure, but Bogus Journey is definitely the better movie. Of the two. I'm a big fan of Excellent Adventure, uh, and I think it is a lot of fun, but the fact that there really is no villain other than the laziness of the teenage years um, makes it not have a lot of tension um, in terms of what they're going to overcome and, and whether or not they'll be able to succeed. You know, Bogus Journey having a villain, multiple villains, and evil versions of themselves that they have to overcome, and like just what an excellent realization of the way that we talk about ourselves and overcoming our own personal demons like that particular movie is i was shocked watching it it is amazing um and so then i i finish and i'm you know curious what claire has to say uh and you know i also have stuff to say about it um, but all of my words that are coming out feel so muted in comparison to how much i really enjoyed that movie and uh, it's a funny thing you know to kind of think about the way that we process movies, um, and how we come out the other side talking about them. Uh, which, you know, I think that's all fine. I think that's fine. You know, you don't have to come out of a movie with a million things to say. Like it's, it's not Claire's job in this particular case to be a film critic. It's not my job in this case to be a film critic. I mean, really we're, you know, going on an adventure, of seeing new movies and expanding our horizons and being mindful of what we're experiencing and what we enjoy and what we don't enjoy and like I find that exercise to be particularly rewarding um, especially in cases like Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey where I had not watched the movie in a long time and I have now have a chance to uh, appreciate I think what a masterpiece that movie was because it plays for eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds, and it plays for 36-year-olds. Um, it is a marvel. And I come out on the other side of it and I stumble over my words like, why you know, why wasn't Claire so excited? I think she was excited, just like I was excited. And I really couldn't find the thread of things that I wanted to say, which I guess is why we're on take two of this particular one. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed looking back at this movie, but it's, it's funny because I think because I enjoyed it so much. What I really want to talk about right now, and what I'm trying to fight because that's not the purpose of the podcast, is how much I flip and love this movie, and like what a great thing that I think the script is, and I'm trying to find a way to shoehorn that into talking about what Claire enjoys, and I am just failing miserably. Um, I guess the way to relate what I enjoyed about this movie to I think what this really exercises is about is that you know finding these movies that you can appreciate on the level of a nine year old and find something that you can grow with and a movie that grows with you um, is I think a difficult thing to find. You know there are only a handful of movies I think that really truly connect with both children and adults and on different levels and really truly connect with you like in different ways as you go through your life and engage with them. And I am thrilled to discover that Bogus Journey is one of those movies for me. Um, but, you know, this gives her this is, you know, this is a 30 a, a year investment. So 30 years from now, when Claire goes back and watches Bogus Journey and she goes, ah, oh, damn, this was amazing. And I get why my dad was so excited to watch this movie all those years ago. So 30 years from now, Claire will have a great and wonderful memory and engagement with a movie that she loved in her childhood. (laughs) Uh, So let's all sit and wait and hold our breaths for that moment to come. No, that's not going to happen. Let's see what else to talk about this particular movie. You know, uh, she was so funny about the beard stuff. <laughs> like when I said uh when I said that she she was really mad about it, like I wasn't just winding her up. She was mad about those beards. She hated that they came back with long beards on. And like we paused the we paused it was like two minutes left in the movie and we paused the end of the movie because she was that upset about the fact that they came back with beards on. And we were talking about time travel and like how did they show up with those beards and you know they went to the future and that's how they came back with their kids and all that sort of stuff, you know? um it it totally threw me right at the end of the movie how emotionally invested she was in their facial hair uh this is just hilarious to me I I I never know what Claire is gonna connect with when I show her a movie or like what's gonna upset her and like like she's not like proper mad you know like but she was she was really stuck on it and I, I don't think that I could have predicted that the beard thing would be something that she would react to in that way. Uh, and I found it totally hilarious. I, I tried not to just laugh nonstop as soon as she brought it up because uh, I want to I want to hear like why, you know, she she finds those things so upsetting. Um, and, you know, when I anybody, you know, when you laugh at what somebody says, they they shut down. And so I, I think that's a big part, too, of this process with Claire is, you know, being mindful of the fact that, you know, when we're talking about some of this stuff, you know, some of the things that she says or observes or the connections that she makes are going to be funny. And I and not funny, like where she's trying to make a joke, although she tries to make plenty of jokes. And I, I find most of her jokes actually to be quite hilarious. Um, but, you know, when when she kind of makes a silly connection or a, like a, a childish connection, I, I think it's important to you know, be respectful of that connection and treat it seriously. Um, Because even at nine years old, the connections that she makes, even if I think that they're a little bit funny, or even if they are a little bit funny, um, they are meaningful to her. And it's important to me that she, I suppose, uh, has faith in the observations that she makes and the connections that she makes. Because I'll tell you something that I struggle with a lot is... Having, uh, no, how to say this? I struggle with placing the right amount of value on the connections that I am able to make and the analysis that I am able to do of movies or life or whatever. Um, I, I fall often victim to the idea that you know, well, you know, my observation or my idea or my connection is an obvious thing and I shouldn't say it because obvious things are dumb and don't be obvious, Billy, and don't say obvious things. Um, and I suppose I, I feel like, uh, what's, what's that thing where uh, you feel like a fraud uh, even though you, you do something successfully? Like I, I'm very successful in my work. I feel like I'm also very successful in my side hustle as a person who writes about movies. And I, imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is what I'm looking for. I constantly feel like an imposter. And I think that that's because I have not invested enough time in in being more diligent about taking my own ideas seriously. Uh, So, you know, she makes these funny references, um, but I I try not to um, shut them down. Uh, I try to encourage her to continue to do that and to have faith that those things are great because i I think when you're kids for the most part you know you you just say those things because you have no no like wider awareness of the world you know everything is so new um and i don't want to i don't want to break that in her and so i i love i love when she comes up with the the beard the beard, (laughs) the beard rage uh yeah beard rage beard rage 2000 uh 19 uh that was what a great moment um i'm happy to stop the last two minutes of the movie and have a conversation for five minutes about (laughs) why she's so mad they come back with beards i loved it i absolutely loved it um and that's the continuing value for me for this whole engagement is um you know claire really does have wonderful observations and uh, I think in the way that she struggles with making those assessments at school that she gets too hung up in being exactly right about them or having them meet expectations. And that the newness of this exercise to her is, is really immensely valuable because she has no expectations for it. She's just participating and being herself. And I want to encourage her to do that um, all the time, in all the places. Uh, Because that's something I think that we all ultimately struggle with in our life is the confidence to be ourselves So if you fucking hate beards when they come back from the future, you hate those beards (laughs) Uh, Bogus Journey was amazing I think it's great for nine-year-olds and 36-year-olds, parents and kids Man, if you haven't sat down and watched this with your kids, they'll have a ton of fun with it I definitely recommend both movies in this series um, and I understand that they're pretty far along in putting together a third one, so I'm, I'm really excited to see what they wind up doing for that. Uh, all right, I think that'll do it for this particular edition. So, you can find Bill and Claire's Excellent Adventure on Twitter, at B-A-C-E-A Podcast. That's just our abbreviated letters, followed by podcast. And you can find In the Mouth of Darkness on Twitter, at ItModCast. And you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash itmodcast. If you haven't liked the page, please go over there and like it. Uh, you can find the other dorks. Uh, well, I guess you can find me uh, on Twitter and Instagram and Letterboxed at WBDAS. You can find Brad Gullickson at The Mouth Dork on all social medias. You can find Lisa Gullickson at Sidewalk Siren on Twitter and Letterboxed and Instagram. You can also find her at Bake Dork. Uh, you can find Brian Young at the Turtle Dork on Twitter and at the Turtle Dork One on Instagram and you can find Darren Smith the Disco Dork as at the Disco Dork on all social medias. And that'll do it for now. so until next time.